All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you, Lisa. Tyler, do you want to go for brunch with me? No, I'm uh, I'm good. No problem. Do you want to you go for beer? pizza. It's 1.45, so yes. We should do beers more when we do this pod. Those levels are so low. Are they? They are pretty low. No, no, or do we got to yell? I mean, I don't know why. Is everything okay? We'll fix it in post. It looks fine. We'll fix That's it very in business post. talk. If you just go closer to the screen, Liam, they look bigger. What if I zoom into the little graphic yes. graphs? Yeah. Yeah, oh, then they look fine. <laughs> it's an interactive show. We just got the, the listeners to turn up the volume. Yes. Turn it up. All right, listeners. Turn it up or down, <laughs> depending on where you're at. Oh, there's Nation Radio. It's Friday. Gang's all here. Rick is back from Mexico. He's looking very, very tanned. It was a nice time. Were you a, a golf event? I was at the I was at the live golf event, and I also went a little golfing myself. I thought they just did that in Saudi Arabia. Did you? Oh, have it's to all have over. A- They're actually in Vegas right now. Really? Yeah, one did of the just- caddies. One of the caddies. Uh, so my younger brother, he had on the uh, like a Wayne Gretzky shirt. Do you have a brother? Yeah. You're not. I thought you were just the only man in your family. Definitely not. He actually just appeared out of <laughs> nowhere. nowhere. He's like a plant. He arrived <laughs> at the pint one day. Yeah, he, uh, he had the Gretzky shirt it. on because Dustin Johnson was there, right? So we're like, okay, hey, we got to make sure oh, yeah. we're there when he puts out. And but he wasn't there. He was there. But he was at the Vegas game. That's Tuesday. This was why Sunday. He was there. He was there on Sunday. So yes. we were there on Sunday. Uh, we saw a, we saw a DJ there. He didn't see the shirt. Why are you assuming were... like travel is magic? Because I thought Rick was in Mexico on the same time that he always played Vegas. He was, was but, but that Liv was a couple wasn't. days later. So when was Liv? Liv was Sunday. Liv's, Liv was oh, I didn't Liv Friday, lives Saturday, just in the southeast corner of Edmonton. And it's funny think. though because there was a, a golfer past us. I think it was Latifi. Um, Latifi. Latifi. Was that the F one driver? Who's the golfer then? 
I don't know. Oh, whatever. Anyways, the, 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 caddies, the caddies saw the shirt and he went, oh, are you an Oilers fan? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to the game on Tuesday. That's there, it. Was a, there was a caddy, a live caddy. Nicholas Latifi mm. was going to the game on Unfortunately, Tuesday. Unfortunately, things didn't go so well for Nicholas him. Latifi decided he also wanted to lose at golf, not just at F1. <laughs> he actually went back to school. Nicholas Latifi. I heard you're a better driver. Who, driving school? Who won the golf tournament? Um, Rick did. I, no, I heard you Joaquin, can just walk on to live tournament. It was four four playoff holes. Him and Sergio. No, not Sergio. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was him and Sergio. Went four times. Interesting. And John Rom went OB on 17 to take him out of contention. So he was one back. That's story story of my virtual was not golf betting game. On this one. No, I don't, no, I don't know enough about it. I just wanted to go and take a look. So How was it? Was, it, was awesome. it was awesome. Oh. There weren't a lot of people there. So we were like, we were right there when the guys were putting out. Um, Phil. Did you yell get in the hole at all? Even once? No, no. It was more like nice putt. Nice try. You know what? The one thing was surprising though. <laughs> the lack of one putts. Really? Yep. Yeah. There was no three putts. Every single second putt went down. Yeah. But the lack of one putts from, you know, outside of like eight feet. Gives you a better little, about myself. Now. I was just going to say, it gives you a little confidence for your game. You should probably spend yeah. more time at Professor Wems, these professionals. Well, I think these guys should. Or pop stroke when we go to Phoenix on the nation vacation. Yeah. 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 But when is that? R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Oh. R.I.P. Pop Smoke for sure. Uh, when is the nation vacation? On the 18th, Rick. Oh. Do we have any more tickets to sell? You're no, sold out, my friend. Out, dog. Mm. It is a Let's try and. sold out show. There's going to be 50 of us down there. Do we have 50. the whole plane to ourselves? Yes. Don't quote me on that. I'll check with Pitbull. That's perfect. Yep. It's a PJ. It is a PJ. I would dig be, that. That would be electric. The Oilers we Nation PJ man. Get up to some Drake level shenanigans on the PJ. What are you going to do? Someday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where's the camera? Can you- oh, yeah. That's- <laughs> that, that's where we draw the line, Liam. Not your comment last episode. About what? Germany? About what? History? Let me see all the things. The as camera. far as I'm, sir, I'm concerned, both of you are talking about history. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. You know? That was crazy. I agree. <laughs> it's a Friday. Some guys have it all, you know? Some guys have it all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Let's on, start the podcast, I'm not on Twitter anymore, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh my god! Consider yeah. yourself blessed. <laughs> Google it. Well, or you can, uh, yeah, you can look that one up on your own time, not on a company. Oh, computer. you know what? Just post that question on Twitter and see what happens. Wait till the end of the show and go back and look at your from mentions. hockey fights. Yeah. What's new with yeah, Drake? from hockey fights? <laughs> 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 what is new going on with Drake? <laughs> I heard from Drake hockey fights. Trending. Drake fights gravity, but for reasons un- <laughs> unbeknownst to me. Anyway, it's time to talk about hockey. It's time to talk about sports. Liam, stop distracting me. I want to tell you about the Daily Faceoff Survivor. <laughs> Daily Faceoff Survivor game, gentlemen. Who's still in? There's only nine of the 470 people who entered this week still left. That was insane. This is the marathon week because of the All-Star break. Yeah. This is a very tough game. It's a great game. I encourage you to go to dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. You could win a bacon, portobello, mushroom melt. You know you want one. All you got to do is flex your hockey knowledge. That's all you got to do. Shots on goal, goals against average, point, power play goals can make or break your week. But don't overlook the Wendy's bacon portobello mushroom melt. Sure, it may not help you win weekly prizes to Wendy's and daily face-off fantasy, but like your prediction, the Wendy's bacon portobello mushroom melt will never disappoint. It's a tough game. I've only made it past day two. Never. (laughs) It's tough in these streets. 
Think you can do better than day two? I encourage you. Sign up. You too can flex your fantasy knowledge. Mr. Yarmchuk, what do you got for us today for a delicious debate for our friends at Wendy's? Do we like the changes Chris Knobloch is making to the Oilers lineup? Let me walk through them for you. Yeah, please. We've got first line, Nuge McDavid Hyman. Second line, Excellent. Kane, Dreisaitl, Corey Perry. Interesting. Third line, Holloway, McLeod, Fogel. Fourth line, Yanmark, Ryan Brown. Now, here's where it gets interesting, gentlemen. Pay attention to the defensive pairings. Pairing number one, Nurse DeHarnay. <gasps> Pairing number two, Ekholm CC. Eh? Pairing number three, Kulak Bouchard. What? So my question's to you, gentlemen. What do you think of Coach Knobloch's line combo changes? Liam, I'm going to start with you. I like him. Uh, from the, I'll, I'll start defensively. I think Dehane deserves the opportunity to showcase what he can do in the top four. I think he has played exceptionally well on that bottom pairing with Kulak. Like you never really hear it. much negative surrounding either of them right now, right? And it's obvious, I think, in, in some games that Cody CC can't handle those top pairing minutes. And I think now is last game he had an opportunity to block that Chandler Stevenson shot. And what one play shouldn't define the entire game from CC, but I don't think it was his best performance overall. And I think giving Dayane the chance to showcase what he can do, because there's a chance that the Oilers move on from CC. So you may as well see if Vinny can be something further up the lineup for you. Nation Dan, what do you think? You see those line combos, you see those defensive pairings. What are you thinking? Well, like there's been, I feel like a purveying wind over the Oilers fandom that says that Knobloch, you know, is kind of just the steady hand that's going to keep this team going. I like to see a little bit of a shakeup after a win streak like that. I can understand from Knobloch's perspective, you know, he kind of just stuck with what was working and, and didn't do a lot of tinkering, but I just like to see him trying new stuff. It's for us as weather fans, we've really haven't seen much of a shakeup on defense since Ekholm came into this lineup. So it's, it's understandable as fans to, I think be confused by it, but this is a head coach coming into a new team that hasn't stopped winning since he's come into the team. So uh, yeah, I get it. I understand it. I, I don't mind seeing it. Rick, what do you think? Big Vin up on the first pair. Well, well, I mean, outside of this game, I think they're doing this because it's Anaheim. I think you have a little more leeway in a team like Anaheim. Turning up the difficulty a little. Yeah, you know, it's (laughs) add some challenge to it. So I don't really worry about that too much. I do think maybe the first line might be a little much. I do. I don't mind him seeing him doing, you know, the second. second Yeah, but that nurse pairing is the second pairing. Well, however you want to. Yeah, whatever you want. You know, and then who's with then Bush is, but then Bush Kul- is with Kulak. 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 That's where I'm kind of. Well, so that's actually where not to hop it on your answer, but that's where I don't like it. I like moving Vinny up with Nurse because I'm like, hey, give him a look of pairing up. But you're looking Let, at one guy change or two guys yeah, swap. I don't to, know why you do all th- all six. Bouchard and Ekholm is your top pairing. They handle tough matchups, all that stuff. They can survive in a lot of different scenarios. Keep them together yeah. and ease Vinny into it. Because I think then, yeah, you're kind of right. See what happens. Now that you've messed with everything, you're right. It is kind of like, okay, well, now Nurse and Vinny are your top parents. That is being your second parent. They got to handle more and be trusted with more. And it's, I think it's too much at once. I would have done the Vinny thing, not the Bouchard thing. And then all of a sudden, if you're giving Bouch enough, is that too much for Kulak? And if you're giving Ekholm enough, is that too much for Cece? Like you're still in the same situation that you were in. So I don't, I, I like the Vinny thing, but I didn't really understand the other ones. Or have they just built three second pairings? 
That's quite wow. Um, what a stunning yeah, question. I, just, I, I, I get it against Anaheim, I suppose. How many after, did we have before? One. And after, <laughs> I don't know. after a win streak like this, like maybe you see what you have, and you know you're close to the deadline, so you're trying to figure things out. And if you remove this guy and add this person or something like that, but to me, I think if you look at the forwards, I think but putting Perry on that second line tells you that's what they want to fix first. Corey Perry is definitely not staying there. They like the first line. I think they like the third line. The fourth line will figure itself out. But I think Perry is more of a filler inner as they go out and try and find that right winger for that line. Do you think the same men with CC being on the third pairing? I don't. I w- Maybe if that was the only change. But Bush and Kulak together confuses Kulak. me because... You would keep Echo like why take why give Ekholm the guy who's about to leap the guy you may move? It just it confuses me. Unless they think they clearly have a lot of trust in Bouchard, hundred percent. And I think I think also Kulak as well. Kulak played great last game, but he's also playing great in his role as the third line left D. If that's his role, which is perfect for him. All of a sudden, Bouchard playing with him makes him the third line right D, which is probably not the greatest when you look at the guys ahead of him. And I like Vin having the second line opportunity, but I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get all of them. I'm curious to see how he deploys the minutes. Bouchard's obviously getting his power play minutes for sure. But looking at Kulak so far this season, uh, through 46 games, he's averaging 1437. So are you going to drop Bouchard down at even strength minutes or are they going to elevate Kulak? That's what I want to see. I see what I actually think will happen is I know I kind of joked, but like I think all three of these pairings will play very similar minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. And that's probably fine in a game like this against Anaheim. But again, like will they roll it over tomorrow is a different who question. are your penalty kill defensemen? They might just nurse all of one. them, but nurse, Bush nurse. Oh, Ekholm doesn't kill penalty. Oh no, he does. Everyone but Bush, yeah. Everyone but Bush. So yeah, wait, no, there's got to someone who doesn't. Four, though, yeah, I don't I think, think Kulak is a lot of the time. Maybe, like oh, yeah, that's can, what it was. He get a lot. That's what I saw. I couldn't remember what it was, but now it makes sense. So yeah. essentially, the other two parents are now their pa- penalty the, kill parents. P- you're keeping the PK defensemen together. And then once the PK is done, you roll out Bouchard Yeah, Bouchard is your power play. Nurse and yeah. Kulak play together on the power play. Kulak's, you know, doing whatever Kulak does. Just kind of cleaning up extra minutes. Kulak has I, only played a 40, according to hockey reference, 41, uh, just under 40. How do I work this? 42 minutes short end. Yeah. I'm, so if you go since Jan 1 and just like penalty time kill time. <laughs> since Jan 1. Yeah, you're right. Kulak and Bush are the two they don't use. So maybe this is just like, hey, if it works on the PK, maybe it'll work at five on five kind of thing. I wonder if this is a way as, as well to maybe unlock Bouchard a bit more offensively. What do you want out of him? Well, he's not. He's Again, not been doing do you mean as like much as he not wants, going up against so. Tofts in terms of like even strength. Yeah. But when he, yeah, like when he's out there, like Ekholm's not afraid to shoot it right and stuff like that. But maybe like Kulak looks for Bouchard a little bit more in the offensive zone, and like he's having to play less well, see, minutes in the, the defensive like, zone and stuff like that. On the third pairing, if that is the way it works, or you know, two C, how would you call it, Tyler? If we're Pairing is the second pairing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. A, B, C. <laughs> 2 A, 2 B, 2 C. Yeah, okay. Does that give Bouchard softer minutes at even strength, which would allow him to create more? But then another interesting wrinkle is I think Bouchard's at his best when he's on the ice with Connor McDavid 
and can just deliver them. Like he's the distributor, right? He sits back there and fires pucks up the ice. So now you're on the road. Connor McDavid automatically gets the other team's best. So now you're going to want to have Bouchard and Kulak out there with McDavid, but that in turn is against the other team's best. That's a conundrum. Or do you want him moving the puck up more effectively with the bottom six, who is not scoring as, as much at a clip <coughs> that we would like a little. Nobody's really scoring enough right now. Agreed. Oilers. That part of that, though, is kind of like what I called him said after is the guys are like a little too gripping the stick too tightly to keep the winning streak going, not playing, you know, freely. Now that the winning streak's out of the way, guys can go back to being a little more free. You're not worried about the streak anymore. That darn 16 game winning streak was such a burden. Well, you, you, well you it's you one of those keep, things where like, I was looking going, at it right? like before the game against Vegas, every single player in their post practice interview was just like, what about the winning streak? What about the win streak? We're not thinking about it. We're not thinking about it. Of course you Trying are. Trying to hard not yeah. to. Now just like let it. Five dudes gone. keep it's the microphones over. in your mouth. You mentioned that. Yeah. Now it's over. Yeah. So yeah. Now I think you'll, they will play a little more free. I don't have to worry about it. Don't have to worry about it. I feel Although that. Although it's time to start a new streak. You know, even billionaires worry about their money sometimes. I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I've been looking at the patterns. They won eight games in a row. They lost three games in a row. They won 16 games in a row. So if we lose six games in a row, 32 in a row is coming after that. That math. math is undisputable. There would not be 32 games left. Do we have season. enough in the playoffs? Yeah, right? Playoffs. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, so, yeah, when we do the ni- 19, to, was it 18 to get the streak? Yeah. You'll win the last two games of this regular season, sweep the playoffs, get the cup and the reg at the same time. Have a nice little summer. Ooh. 16 and 0 in the playoffs. Here we come. Might as well. <laughs> he needs a loss anywhere. Let's get the job done. These yeah. eight games in a row, or these, sorry, the six games in a row that we're going to lose right now is tough, though. Anything else on the line combos, the new line combos? Corey uh, like, Perry on the like. second line. Corey Perry on the second line is not a permanent solution. He no, doesn't he have the boots anymore. He's filling in, but that's not. I very, think that line's going to be that's fun. Not a, it's not a speedy line, though. That line's going to be fun to watch. They're going to be annoying to play against. <laughs> they're not going to be nice to play against. No, they're not at all. Kane, Drysaddle, Perry. They're all menaces. I'd almost rather. I, I mean, obviously, you can handle the ice how you want to, and it's tough to move Leon down. But I'd almost rather see those three guys in the third line bump up, but then you can't bump Leon to the third line. So that doesn't make I'm sense. Really, I'm really. Kane and Perry together on the third line, I think, would be awesome. Well, I'd, I think that it's going to also, you know, we're going to get to a new segment. I'm calling the Silly Season Report a little bit later. It's going to be interesting to see what they chase in terms of a forward because some of the names that the Oilers are. Uh, apparently tied to slash kicking tires on would certainly look a whole lot better next to Leon Dreisaitl. Like who? We'll get, we'll there. get to oh. it in the silly season I gotta season tease report. you. Yeah, I, miss that part. I gotta tease you. Come on. <laughs> Got that Mexico brain. I don't like yeah. waiting. You've been having too many lemon daiquiris. They're lemon delicious. Daiquiris. What, was the, what was the drink of choice for you down there? What, cervezas? No, you can only use cervezas for a couple because the heartburn kicks in. So a lot of them are <laughs> smearing off sodas, trying to keep those calories down, maybe mm. sneak in every now and then. A, uh, a margarita. Love Spicy a Spicy mar- margs. Love a marg. Real nice down there. Our friend Pinder from Flames oh, Nation oh. turned us on to, uh, what were we drinking? Tequila, tequila water and lime. Or tequila soda and lime. Oh, was that ever good? That, I'm I didn't that know tonight. I needed that, but I did. Refreshing. Lime juice, lime wedge. Lime wedge. wedge. Flavor of tequila. Yeah. Branded tequila. What kind of brand? I needed a good tequila, though. Yeah, like, the good shit tequila was no boy. No, no, no. You had like nice 1942, though. I'll drink anything. Yeah, yeah. Tyler will just siphon gas right out of your Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know gotta anybody else have any do. thoughts about the line combos, Liam? You're looking at these fresh line combos. How about that second line for you? I, I think the second line will be fine. I think they're going to be dickheads. 
Nassau. <laughs> like, they will be, won't That's, they? That is the kind of quality insight people, you can only get with ON Radio. That's why Liam's a scout and you're not. Be be Corey Perry is going to get into positions to, to have good opportunities on goal, which I think will benefit Dry Saddle quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I hope Corey Perry's influence on that line can trigger a little bit more from Van der Kane. With that said, I thought Kane was actually, I thought Kane was actually quite effective last game. He had a really good chance to score and was robbed by Aiden Hill. Mm-hmm. He had another chance where he was either hit Warren Fogel in the ass or hit Aiden Hill in the pads, and he hit Aiden Hill in the pads and didn't get a goal. So good teammate. The chances are there for Kane. I think he's playing a lot better. So hopefully, maybe he can get something going there and trigger something. I just think it's very interesting that we saw the best out of Leon Dreisaitl when he was playing with McLeod and Fogel, who was speedy and aggressive on the forecheck. And now you're really slowing everything down. And we've seen this a few times now. It's like, how, how is this going to work? But we'll see. The Perry is a different flavor to everyone. So I actually thought McLeod, Holloway, Perry was a really good line against I Vegas did too. too. Yeah, it worked perfectly. They had a really good luck in the third period. Corey Perry just shot it probably, you know, field goal a little bit. <laughs> They had some really good chances. I think so I was more. almost I was almost surprised to see that one broken up. Perry also only played twelve minutes last game, and now you're asking him to play in the second line. It's it's interesting. I understand well, why they would want to go to this approach. They've thumped the Anaheim Ducks in both games they've played. But, as Tyler said, he is thirty years old. He's basically dead. Can he <laughs> handle more than twelve and a half minutes? I don't know. Like how much how much fire do you want to play with pushing Vinny up to the top pair and probably asking him to play six more minutes? Probably asking Corey Perry to play what four or five more minutes. I know it's only a few shifts and it's the Anaheim Ducks, but also they do have some players that could bite you in the ass. Like well. Tyler said though, if you got if those defensive pairings are a little more all number twos, yeah, maybe I you suppose. know the Vin's not gonna be eating that much more minutes because you're just going to spread them out more easily. Uh, and I trust them all. I think our blue line has been fantastic over this stretch. And if like Cody CC is our biggest liability, I don't think it's the it's end great. of the world. You know, like I think they've all been fine. And I trust them all within the parents that they're in now. It's just, it's interesting how much they've changed things up after winning so many games in a row. If you listen, just watching Twitter during that game, um, it was funny because I think the prevailing opinion there, the, 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 the biggest one out there was, Wow, has Vin taken a step? And I feel yeah, like has. it's been said like three or four times this year. 100%. I think he deserves to get the opportunity to play higher in the lineup. I'm down. I agree. He deserves it. We'll see what happens. And All not given. Do. And this is the time of year where you can kind of play without a bit. Well, especially from if, a month from now, you're probably locking shit down. I do wonder, and they would never admit it. I'd love to know how much of this is, like you said earlier, kind of, hey, can Vinny handle more minutes? And maybe that changes the deadline plans a little bit, given that they don't have a whole lot of cap space. They have some, not a whole lot limited resources to trade away. Maybe it makes our choices a little bit different. If you can go up there and succeed, maybe Yeah, they definitely have a bit of a plan. And I think you're seeing that in the lines right now. I want to hear from you. If you're listening to this Owen radio podcast, Twitter and Instagram, what do you think of the new line combos? Tell me, tell Tell Liam. Don't just tell me. You can tell Tyler. Mm -hmm. He'll listen to Dan. won't listen. How do you expect them to tell Liam? He's got them all muted. Liam has muted. Everyone. Kennedy asked me if I muted her today and no i have not well but we'll check the mute list after this is over we'll see if that actually happens <laughs> got that much time on your hands you know uh real it's quick before we scrolls. move on to uh who delivered for our friends at doordash oh. i just want to look back really quickly at the game against the vegas golden knights it's almost a shame we knew that the streak was going to end at some point it's almost a shame it happened that night 
for a couple of reasons. One, the Oilers played really well. Aiden Hill, very annoying. Three, good. the way the Vegas Golden Knights fans celebrated that win was truly embarrassing. You didn't like that? The thing that annoyed me the most was not that the Oilers lost. It happens. That's sports. They celebrated real hard for a February. They're the champs and they beat down the team that's on fire and the team that, you know, wants to knock them out of their spot. I guarantee we would have done the exact same thing. I, I hated that loss. I hated that loss. And that was a large reason why. Well, but, so you're with me then. Yeah, but I, I can't blame the fans too I do. much. I, I agree. probably would have been the Fuck exact em. same way. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that as well. But I it was a huge game. Like the Vegas Golden Knights once again stopped the Oilers in their tracks. And if I was a fan of Vegas in that building, Aiden watching Hill it, stopped them in their tracks. He, Dude, well, that's what he did in six games last year too. 90 has to go through the crease. Nine? Who's 9-0 has to go into the crease and go oh, off the Corey net Perry. Off and take out the goaltender <laughs> with him. I don't like it. I guess he didn't, have to do it. he didn't have to do it first because we were up by a goal. But if they got up to a goal, got up by a goal first and into the second period, we're down a bit. And, you know, we get in the Eden Hill's head. Do it. Just get in there. I want to get back in there. I want you to sit on the, on the top of his pads. I don't care if we get a fucking penalty. I don't care if we get a goal called back. Get inside his head. Do what uh, Ryan Smith did to J.S. Jaguar a trillion years ago. That was a good one. J.S. Jaguar went absolutely nuts. And Smitty didn't really do anything. He was no, a he nice was... dude. He probably said nice things, telling him, asking him about Christmas and stuff. Perry's going to be a dick in there. Get Corey Perry in there. We don't know that he would not And piss people off. That's what I want him for. Hey, Aiden Hill. Do you appreciate canned cranberry sauce? Or would you prefer yeah. something freshly made? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know. <laughs> So can you mic up Corey Perry, please, one night? I would love that. Where you could broadcast that is probably nowhere. It'd be one of those. I would pay for it, though. Like, It'd be one of those What if I start ups. a YouTube channel thing? Can I uh, put it on mine if we get yes. the... All right. Okay. It'd be one Go of those mic Rick's YouTube channel. Where they just skate around, you hear them, like, grunt and, like, take hits and stuff like that, but they actually <laughs> never say anything because that's all they could play. I always but say it's know funny. That, though. They're like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm mic'd up. Hey, guys, I'm mic'd up. Yeah. Hey, stop telling everybody. You always get those ones too when it comes through the on ice cameras where they're trying to get the That's ice the noises. Yeah, those ones camera. are so funny. <laughs> and then like when Jack stepping. Michaels has chosen to acknowledge them a lot lately, he's like, "Oh, well, sorry Louis, about that one." Louis like runs down the hallway when they start yelling. He's trying to keep you know, get Louis on, get Louis on on HBO or something like that. I want him right in there. I want mics in both hands on both sides. All right, what do you got to say? What do you got to say? I would love if I could pay for a feed to hear what they're saying on the ice. I just want the seat. Oh, nobody else gets to hear it. It's just you get to sit there. Yeah. I mean, they don't want the world to know. Fine. Let me stand there then. All right. If Louis's on vacation next time, I would love that spot. I'll sign an NDA. Thank you. I'll sign an NDA to sit there. No problem. I'd love to hear it. Agreed. Back to the Vegas game. Tyler, what were your thoughts? Like, oh, there's played well. Arguably outplayed Vegas. Just way she goes sometimes. Yeah. I think to, to maybe present a bit of an opposite point or a counterpoint. I also think that's kind of how Vegas likes to play. They're very structured. They keep you to the outside. Like even a lot of Edmonton's quality scoring chances were, you know, from the outside. And maybe it was a rebound, but like the one on Evander Kane that he just couldn't quite finish it off. So Vegas does such a good job of just bending and not breaking. And they're okay. Like, you know, if you've been cycling it on them for 45 seconds, they'll just take it, flip it out to the neutral zone, go get a change in and let you keep coming back at them. Right. So I think part of it was, man, when Vegas is playing their system as well as they are, you're going to have the puck for long stretches in the night and you're not going to get anything that's truly that dangerous. You might sit there and get all revved up because you've been cycling it, but you're not 
generating three, four quality looks in that 45 seconds. So, so what do you, what are you taking as like a difference that the others need to do then in that situation? Make the most of your time. opportunities. Yeah. Push off the post. They got to get greasier against Vegas. Leon missed, missed a wide open net. Score those two. <clears throat> Game's way A couple different. of posts too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So some of it's luck for sure. 100%. I think that's what Vegas does, right? Like goalies thrive in that system because they get to make 40 saves or 35 saves in the game. And if the other team finishes off their looks, hey, whatever. They got the better of us that night. But on most nights, Vegas is going to get two to four goals in that range. And their goalie's only going to give up two or three in that range. And they're either going to lose 3 1 or win 4 1. Like, you know? I, I think the Oilers needed to attack with more speed, more consistently to not allow Vegas to set up so, so easily. Defensively, yes. Yeah. Like, uh, that would be my point of how they could have had more success. Like, you look at, we saw, spoke about it already, I think, but the third line of McLeod, Holloway, and Perry, how much success they had. He's like, yes, because McLeod uh, and Holloway were just absolutely everywhere. Just, just playing with so quick and just getting the puck to Perry and hoping he could, like, he only had two chances, whatever it was, but chances were there and they made the most of their opportunities. And I think that's when the Oilers looked the most threatening. When they started to slow things down and just like, what, the Oilers had 75 shot attempts, something crazy like that, maybe even more. It's like, how many were blocked? Like they just allowed Vegas to set up too quickly. And in some way you've got to capitalize on that. Dan, final thoughts on the Vegas game. Well, my first issue is with the schedule makers because they gave us 16 winnable games, not 17 winnable games in a row. Uh, But I mean, to me, it's like an advantage for the Oilers and it, it should just be a good reminder to them and a good punch in the gut that you are not better than the Vegas golden Knights yet until you beat them in that series and Vegas, you know, Tyler laid it out really well. I, th- I think Vegas played their game to a T and frustrated the hell out of the Oilers. And you can just see it in them when they start getting those calls, not go their way. And they're reacting to it on the bench instead of internalizing it and moving forward with it. And you just start to see it against Vegas. And there's still some teams out there that frustrate them like a Vegas does. And so, yeah, I mean, it was a, to me, it's a, it's a good punch to the stomach for them because they're going to see this team in the playoffs and they're going to be reminded of the fact that, that that was the team that beat them in the streak. And it just makes it that much more punchy. Let Connor carry the rage with him. Yep. Let it build inside him like a little germ, like a little seed germ. I like seeing it come out of him. I'd like to see that. I like seeing that emotion come I'd out. I'd like to see some of that frustration come out on the Ducks. We'll get to that in the preview in a, couple, in a little bit. But um, yeah, Vegas is frustrating. That's what they do. That's why they're the champs. They, they know how to win games like that. When is the, the silly season segment again? A little bit later. <sighs> do you have something to contribute to the silly, silly I season have segment? A, I've just seen something there. I don't know how much truth there is to it, but I'm intrigued. I have a question surrounding Ooh, it. Feel free to park that for the brand new feature. <laughs> I'll buck market. Silly season. Presented by me and Greta and me and Tyler. Present, yeah, I'm, I'm around. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. Any uh, any final thoughts on Vegas? Time to move on. Uh, Aiden Hill is very good. and he's turning into an Oilers killer and it annoys me. Let's hope he's that good in the Olympics. He'll be the Canada goalie for sure. No, I think it'll be his crease. Kind of crazy. Two years away though. Two years ago, no one would have said Aiden Hill would be the Olympic starter. So you never know how things change. Goalies are crazy. Stuart Skinner could be elite by that time. I think it'll be those two for sure. Too early to tell. You never know, man. It's only a year. When you're talking about their Olympics or four nations. Four nations is a year. They're relatively the same team. You mean? (laughs) Yep. Every tournament is made up until it gets some history. 
Or until this Touché. one goes away. At some point, say, that's <laughs> this a good one goes point. Away. At some point, someone made up the Olympics. Yeah. Like yeah. that guy who's making the Greek, up the steroid Olympics. Yeah, I'll yeah. watch that. I'd watch that. Peter Thiel. Come on, man. You but got all that what? Facebook money. Go it's fucking gonna, spend it. Okay, so you think of that that's going to be really cool to watch. But at the same time, these athletes, you, steroids are only good if you are top-end athlete. It makes you that much better. If you're taking, like, us True, adding steroids, you're still not talking baseball players. Like, no. like if you're talking, like, you give Jose Canseco, you give Barry Bonds, you give those guys who absolutely mash the ball that up, that upper edge, they start doing stupid things. Barry Bonds, you can't take like a regular person <laughs> and give it to him, expect that same result out of him. It's not going to be that great. Barry and none of these guys are going to go do it because how the hell do you like erase the whole I'm the steroid gold medal yeah. and da da da. And you want to get back into the real version? It's not good. So it's a cool idea, but it's not going to work. Barry Bonds still had to make contact. Yeah. I'll and time, he had to I'll do it balancing that. that giant fucking head of his. Stewie Griffin looking. <laughs> that thing tripled in size over the course of his career. Not what I Truly expected remarkable. to talk about today. What, Barry Bonds' giant head? <laughs> as long as nobody steals my idea for the geriatric Who's Olympics. Was it? It was, oh, it's Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> Yeah, Daryl Strawberry, yeah. 80 or above Olympics coming soon from Dan. <laughs> so far, we've got... Insure that. Ed, Ed, you don't luck. need insurance. You just need to be sponsored by... You just need to be sponsored by a retirement home or... Funeral home? Burial, burial service. Yeah, funeral home? Listen. Damn it, I'm in. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. So a lot of good there's ideas. That, there's that weird time in July when there's not a lot of TV on, right? I the geriatric Olympics are a move. Like... Two days ago, I thought about it in my, on one of my runs. I was like, you know what? Old people need something too. Let's get them in the old time Olympics. <laughs> old people react to the Drake video. Liam, go. <laughs> was that on a private jet? <laughs> yeah, I think it was on the PJ. Yeah. Wow, what a plane! Again, some guys, some guys have all the luck. The plane was the second most impressive part of that video. They really worked the whole the whole weight issue, eh? Yeah. Oh my! If you want goodness. to inform me, just head to hockey fights and send us. Don't oh no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Wow. Dan. Yeah, DM Dan. Uh, screenshots no, just for his personal public, collection. Right on the page. Right on the hockey fights. What I didn't know is that Aubrey Graham is also a helicopter as well as a rapper. Right, it makes you right. wonder why he had to have the wheelchair uh, in the show. We should just... Let's, uh, silly season time? Nope. He's very talented. What's next? It is time... Rapper. For me. Actor. Aircraft. <laughs> who delivered? We just did who delivered. We did, did we? not. No, we didn't. The hell are we just talking about the game for? What else are we going to do with who delivered? We'll find out right away. Because we got to look backwards, Tyler. But first, I got to read this verbatim. God. <laughs> Did you even listen to our show? No. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off zero delivery video. fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NATION25. Don't forget. Code Nation 25, 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms do apply. Let's look back at the last week of our lives. It could be about the Oilers game on Tuesday if you like, or it could be anything else that comes to mind. Rick, I'm going to start with you because you missed the last couple episodes. For our friends at DoorDash, who delivered for you over the last little bit since we last spoke to you? The majority of the players involved in the all-star competition, not the game itself, but the whatever the day before, the, the skills game. comp there. Like I 
the Kucherov thing was kind of funny to see everyone boo him and stuff. Like the dude really wasn't trying too hard. Uh, I go back and like listen, like if you they, they talked like Wayne Gretzky about going to the All Star game way back when, right? And they talked about Kobe Bryant taking time off and. He's like, no, I can't take time off. There's guys in the top row of the building that are paying their top dollar to come watch me play. I got to be out there. I got to give my best. Gretzky went, you know, got to go to the All-Star Games for the fans, blah, blah, blah. That, all that stuff. I I, lo- I love to hear that stuff. And it's frustrating when you see a guy come out who's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire because of the people in the seats, right? It uh, essentially comes down to their money, filters its way through into his pocket, and you don't really give your best. And it's not that tough. We're not talking physical contact. We're talking, you know, speed, whatever. Just try, man. Try. I have it on good authority. He may not have been able to. A little too many Bud Lights? I don't know that for sure. Mm. Wasn't that. Oh, what was it then? Well, we saw him in uh, at the bar the night before. Yeah. <laughs> he I walked mean, into the stall while I was pissing. <laughs> <laughs> I have more questions. I was standing. I told this story already, I think, on this pod. And he opened the door while I was standing, pissing. He hit me in the back. I was like, I'm in here. He was oh piled up. You said, did you like push him back? Well, I kind of looked and I was like, well, that guy looked familiar. And then I went outside and Liam was like, hey, Nikita Kutrov is in the bathroom. I was like, well, you don't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the one who opened the door on me. Since you mentioned the skills competition, the thing that I was thinking about. Because my fate, one of my favorite events has always been the hardest shot. Love that one. Yeah. I think back to Ally Afraidy. Oh, yeah. That guy had a wood club for a stick. The only thing better than his shot was the skullet. Of course. But I look at the number. So this is in 1993. Wood stick. How hard of a shot do you think Ally Afraidy had? He was like 107. They don't, those things don't bend. 107? What do you think, Tyler? Ally Afraidy, 1993. 101. No, it's more than that. Like at least anybody else want to guess? Dan? At least one hundred three, one hundred eight. His speed. His speed oh, his record at oh, one hundred eleven, wasn't it? No. Chara holds the record at one hundred eight point eight. Oh, never mind. Oh, one hundred eight point seven. He's north of one hundred four. One hundred four. One hundred six. It is one hundred five. <laughs> wow. Uh, sorry, one hundred five point two. And those woods, goalies were squaring push. up with that. Not a lot of padding. No. No. Oh. What was McKinnis? Does he do you have his number? Because uh, during the game, those two guys had absolute rockets. And these are sticks that did not bend. Mm-hmm. Like they were solid. Yeah, they were like wood clubs. <laughs> yeah. That's what they were. So you know? get 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 him back in his prime with these sticks now. He's gonna do some damage. Well, he'd probably destroy a fuck ton of sticks too. You'd have to have some serious, serious bend on that thing. Yeah. A whip would be crazy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Who's I thought it was interesting. 1993. Tyler, you weren't even alive yet. Nope. Four years away still. You Ooh, wish. 93, you though. 92, 93, 93. That's the Joe Carter, Joe Carter home run year. I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Not yesterday. Liam was a young it. boy sitting with Papa, Papa yeah. watching Joe Carter <laughs> smash diggers. Stupid wild thing. In England. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I was born in 96, by the way. Really? Yeah, I'm not that old. Well, I'm not almost dead. Ooh, '96. I think it was the start of like the Avs Red Wings hatred. That was that the was year it. that Those uh, were Traper got his face really smashed good. by. Also, the Atlanta Olympics. If you were interested, ooh, '96. Actually, was also the uh, the Canada Cup <laughs> or no, the World Cup, Canada U.S. at three game tournament. Well, here's a, a fun little fact about the Atlanta Olympics. Um, 
if you go to the Olympic uh, downtown Atlanta, there's all these plaques on the floor that have like names on them. Jonathan and Bailey. If, if you go and search, you'll find my name. Why? Because my uncle lives in Atlanta and he got me a plaque. And this is my name, my birthday, but my, my, it's my American birthday, not my English birthday. You've, hold on a second here. Hold is on a second. Is it because they here. go because of the time month, difference? Day, year? Because the, no, the time difference. So I was born at 4 a.m. English time, which is. But the, the, the date is still. <laughs> I know. I, hey, I get it. <laughs> was the, but was, these. Uncle people, was out a couple of. Couple, uh, well, he beers just. And he got the call on the 23rd. Ha! It's like 11.30 at night. And he's yeah. like, oh, son of a bitch. It's Liam's birthday. <laughs> can we get, a, video, can we get a picture evidence of this, please? Uh, yeah, I mean, I could try. I've seen, I have seen it myself. When we go on a nation vacation to watch Yoli's versus the Thrashers, we'll, uh, we'll check on. it out. English birthday. <laughs> yeah, an English calendar, birthday, really? Japanese birthday, <laughs> an American birthday. It really depends where the date line is, you know? <laughs> All right, come on. Any day could be your birthday if you're committed to it. <laughs> who delivered for our friends at DoorDash looking at the last Ooh. seven days of your life Tyler who delivered for you I'm still going to go with Stuart Skinner even though it was a losing effort he played good like he may not have been the best goalie in that game but he still played good enough for the Oilers to win that hockey game he made some big stops there were big moments he kept it close even when there were a couple of pushes from Vegas like this run he's on continues to be unbelievable so Stuart Skinner 12 straight games giving up two goals or less for our boy Stu. Mm. Love to see that. That's goaltending that you can win with. Liam, for our friends at DoorDash, look at the last seven days of your life. Who delivered for you? I'll say Vinny. Got a very good play on the <laughs> on the penalty kill there to send him on the two-on-one. A little poke check there. Nice little pass through to Evander Kane as well. Mm-hmm. Little Dixie, little doodle. Earn the opportunity to play on the top pairing. We'll see how it goes tonight. So Vinny. Eight-year contract? Eight-year contract? Yeah. yeah. Eight years, one and a half million. <laughs> I mean, I'm taking Who it. Who says no? <laughs> Probably Vince. <laughs> Vinny's agent specifically. Vinny's I, don't agent that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Dan, for you, last seven days of your life, who delivered for you for our friends at DoorDash? I'm going to give it to Connor McDavid, winning the fastest skater competition, winning the competition he designed. Uh, and then also his performance against Vegas was just unreal. Uh, eight shots on goal. The one goal for us felt like it was, he was just one of those games where he was going to not be denied, but he was denied by Aiden Hill. So Connor McDavid delivered for me last week for myself. DoorDash delivered a few different times. Actually. Hmm. I also used the double dash, which I said I would Rick. I got myself a donair. I also Love got myself it. a McFlurry. Perfect. Little din din. Nom, nom, nom. little dessert. Also, Tyler, for taking me out for brunch and walking me home when it's dark and I get scared. You've always delivered for me, pal, and I appreciate you for it. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I want to look at tonight's game against the Anaheim Ducks very, very quickly. The Oilers have run the show first couple meetings of the season. This is an opportunity to start a new win streak. As Gregor said in the game notes today, don't go streaking the other way. Yes. No, I don't think it's happening. But I want to know from you boys. Obviously, this by the time people listen, they may be after the game, so we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. What do they need to do against the Anaheim Ducks to make sure that we're back in the win column for a third straight victory over Anaheim this season? Domination. Just dominate them. Well, that's basically what they... I remember that first game when I think Anaheim was up 2-1, but it never at the point was it like, oh, they're done. Because that's when they were kind of not very good, right? And then all of a sudden the skill just took over and they ran away with the game. 
Also, Five Point Night. He's already done it back to back. They Connor McDavid did it, then Fogel did it. So tonight, my prediction is Leon Drysaddle has a five point game. He's Ooh. due for one. He is. It's on the schedule. On you want me to bet on it? Yeah. Yes. All right. I will. Don't right, tempt me with a bad time yep. or a good time <laughs> or or a bad one. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, what do you got? Beat Anaheim Ducks tonight. Score a shitload of goals. The Oilers have already outscored them fifteen to four in two games this season. Over their last ten meetings, the Oilers are averaging five point five goals per game. Connor McDavid is averaging 2.4 points per game against the Ducks over his last 10 meetings. They just love shitting on the Ducks. So score a bunch. That's my goal. For me, I think I'm going to, I'm going to look at what's happening between the pipes. Calvin Picker gets start tonight. No problem there. Makes sense. Back to back weekend. Just play steady. Give us some steady, solid goaltending. Don't try and be flashy, which he never has been. Just play steady, play the way you have been. And we're going to be fine. Just Calvin Picker is going to be a big key to victory for me. Rick, what do you got? I want to see the power play come back. Mm-hmm. They were starting to look okay before the break. Mm-hmm. Then the break came in, and obviously that's something they need, some continuity and and whatnot going together. You kind of lose it over that time. You get it back. Power play was okay for the seven-eighths of a power play we got there last game. But I want to see that get going again because when that's going and the rest of the team plays the way it is, this team is very, very dangerous, and it'll beat a team like Vegas, if they can get all aspects of their game going. Nation Dan beating the Anaheim Ducks. What do you got? Pucks on net. Uh, I think they made Vegas look really good uh, shooting through lanes last week or last game that were weren't there. So I, I just think get rubber on. Is it Gibson tonight? Or is it oh, no. uh, yeah. Uh, get yeah exactly get Gerber. rubber on Jaguar <laughs> former Halifax Moosehead yeah there you go um, <laughs> Dan lived in Halifax yeah there you go uh, yeah just uh, just get the pucks on the net I'd like to see over thirty five shots this game and I think that that's just an easy W for the Oilers we've yeah. eliminated that whole forty goal the forty shot thing right yeah. or we're clear of that so we yep. don't be worried about it a couple of things I'd like to see tonight Oilers to go over thirty four shots on goal like you said Dan maybe Why? the Oilers to win Any every particular period. reason. General for the interest. love of the game hell yeah uh have you seen what oilers to win every period tonight is no but i might accidentally put a couple of shekels on it right now plus 625 Ooh, mama, oh, shout out to betway 19 plus please play responsibly dry side all uh plus 850 to get four or more points that's as high as i can go on the point tally four or more yeah all right how are you feeling about it well, i feel like i just won 85 bucks already spent the money yeah just door dashed real quick nation dance score prediction tonight oilers ducks let's go Five one Oilers. Liam. Nine two Oilers. Holy Dinah. <laughs> Seven two oil. Rick. Four nothing. We got a four two win incoming. Bet the farm on it. As long as it's Gregor's farm. Good. He can afford it. He's fine. Right? Mm-hmm. Anything else on Anaheim Ducks, Liam? Uh Victor Foss actually confirmed to be in goal tonight. Oh, I was Ooh, hoping it was Bruce Galloff. Good pull. Mm. You know? Jonas Hiller will back him up after he's done coaching the LA Kings. It's important sure. that we have continuity back there. Mm-hmm. Really, really important. Yep. Ryan Getzlaff, no goals for you tonight. Mm-hmm. Not tonight. Keep Kessler off the board too. <sighs> Nobody made me happier when they retired than him, probably. Maybe Mika Kippersoff. This is kind of mean, but I kind of enjoyed the hip issue he had. I enjoyed the uh, Superman Special K tattoo he's got. Looks really Fair. good. <laughs> Definitely was a great choice he made. Gentlemen, it is time. You've been very excited. You've been very patient. Oh, finally. Time to debut a new segment here. No, we're not going to debut it. Damn it, Tyler. Instead, we're going to step aside for a quick break. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now I'm allowed to debut my new set. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. <sighs> we had to sit through that whole commercial. It was ridiculous. Tyler, rascal. Good ad, though. You know? Oh, that one. I endorse it. Do you? Yep. I've heard we've getting Wonderful. a lot of hinge ads lately on this podcast. I don't. Well, I mean, if you're looking for love. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever was before this ad read is a place to go. That's where Liam wants you to go. Yeah. Wherever that ad said to go. Send me the ads. Let me know what's happening. If he doesn't reply, you're probably muted. <laughs> It's a thought experiment and an ad experiment <laughs> on Weather's Nation Radio. Gentlemen, it's time to debut the Silly Season Reports. You know how much I love Silly Season. You know how much I love rumors. You know how much I love shenanigans. And this period of the year is one of the best times for it. So here's what I'm going to do. I've got four different insiders that have all had topics about the Edmonton Oilers. Sometimes they're players. Sometimes they're potential targets. And I'm just going to ask you all of them. I'm going to read them verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> And I want your take on it. Sound good? Do we have to match? Frank Savarali said these four options. If you want to play that way, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> Our boy Frank, though, is not included in these first four. Ooh, snubbed. Frank K his way onto the... Yeah, we need more speculation, Frank. Don't hold back. Tease us. We're going to go through the trade targets list on Friday as a standalone segment as he updates the trade targets list like over that. at dailyfaceoff.com. But this is just from these last couple of days, gentlemen. I've been scouring the internet. I've been looking around. And Tyler Uremchuk, I'm going to ask you this. Pierre Lebrun on Insider Trading said, the Oilers' top priority is to add a top six forward, if at all possible. I think there is an idea there to upgrade on the second line with Leon Dreisaitl. We mentioned Getzel as a really splashy name, and I think he remains on their list. But who knows if he's even available? Jordan Eberle is the name that continues to grow within the front office of the Oilers. The idea of a reunion with him if Seattle falls out of contention makes sense. There's another name, Tarasenko. It's a fresh one. He's got a full no trade clause, but I do believe he would waive for a contender like Edmonton. Do any of those three names tickle your fancy, boys? We've got Getzel, we've got Jordan Eberle, former friend, and we've got Vladimir Tarasenko out of the Ottawa Senators. Tyler Remchuk. I think you just outlined really good the ABC kind of plan. A, Gensel. If he's available, you get him. I think guys like Konechny, even a Buchnevich, if you can make it work. Tyler Toffoli, if he becomes available, that's your A. Your B is Vlad Tarasenko. 
He, I mean, that's a guy with 35 plus goal power. We've seen him do it before in his career. He's not the player he used to be, but if you get him retained down, pretty easy to squeeze in, won't cost you as much as a Gensel. That's all good. If you can't get Tarasenko, then you go with the vibe play. You go with the one that'll get the fan base excited. Jordan Everly has been a good playoff performer the last couple of seasons and the last couple of runs that he's been on. He's familiar with his surroundings here. You know he'll slide in and fit in in the room really, really well. I see no problem with going after Jordan Eberle. There's just other guys I'd go after first. Nation Dan, do you like a reunion with our old friend Jordan Eberle, or do the other names tickle your fancy a little more and Jake Gensel and Vladimir Tarasenko? I hadn't even thought of Tarasenko before I heard the name come up from LeBron, and that one I think has me more excited than anybody else listed on that uh, on that list. Uh, Tyler's mention of Bushnevich got me excited as well, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm still a defensive first guy. I, I still think we need help on defense before we go to the forwards, but I understand why the organization wants to keep moving Rick. on getting forwards. Tarasenko by name, I think gets me excited first just because that, that shot and that scoring opportunity has, but at, like Tyler said though, I think he's kind of dipped a bit. So you kind of have to like repos- reposition where you put him. Eberle. I think my heart would explode. <laughs> I don't like, I don't know how Wanye would handle that. Mm. It would be interesting. You think of like the goals he scored for team Canada. Mm. Gensel. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Everly Gensel and then Tarasenko. But you're fully admitting the Everly one is a vibes <clears throat> thing only. Not only because he did say he's had a good playoffs and what he can't, what he can do. It is big. I probably, I definitely know him better than I do know Gensel. Um, I get it because Gensel, you know, has done very well playing with Sid and, and, and Gino and whatnot. And it's kind of sort of doing the same thing here with two big, big names. We've seen though players that have been able to play with one, not necessarily the other, but we've got a guy like Hyman who did very well with, uh, with the guys in Toronto and doing even better here. So yeah, I get it. I will say that Eberle probably gets the gets the push because of the heart. Yeah, Just I bad. think for me, Tarasenko's my guy. The one shot option for him. If I just picture him on Leon's right side, teed up for one time. Well, that's what always, I was thinking too. But whew, if they ever get disinterested or something like that, they, I think they can slip. But you, oh, that's the nice thing about Tarasenko. You only need him to be dialed in for like eight weeks. And Playoffs I think he'd be jacked up to be here. Yeah. I think he would. Although he wasn't great for the Rangers, but still, I'm willing to look past that. Next up. Oh, wait. There's another layer to the Jordan Eberle debate. Oh, here we go. This is what you bookmarked. Jordan Eberle has played 986 hockey games in his you career. You want to play 1,000 here in Edmonton. If they got him, his 1,000th will be with the Oilers. We already okay. missed the opportunity with Sam. Number one on my list is yep. Eberle. Number one on mine, too. Eberle. <laughs> uh, I guess this is a good... I'm changing the order a little bit from Elliot Friedman just talking a little bit about Gensel as the option. He goes, they might have another good asset to move here in Philip Broberg. Right now he's playing 25 minutes a night in Bakersfield and he's playing extremely well. So I'm curious to see what happens there. If Gensel is available and my opinion is that he's their guy, Broberg would definitely be someone they part with to make it happen. What's Gensel's uh, contract situation? Six million to the end of the year. So the end, and then he's done. Yep, pure rental. And what's his re-signing looking like? Probably Probably like eight minimum. So pretty much not available here. I would find a different way of getting him than moving a guy like Broberg. Next up, gentlemen. You talked about the back end. Well, from Darren Dreger. 
The Oilers are looking at defense. Sean Walker or Chris Tanev are names that have been circled by the Oilers. They would need to include Cody Cece or Brett Kulak to make it happen. More likely, they take a move on a forward, but Ken Holland is making sure to stay in the market at every single position. Does Sean Walker or Chris Tanev do it for you, gentlemen? They both do it for me. However, Tanev would be the guy I would trade straight up for like Cece. I think Tanev's better than CC. Plus, Frank said that Tanev would only be a second round pick. The intriguing thing about Walker is, I wonder if. if Brenda, where are you getting? Where are you going to put Walker? You going to give him like well, this the is, number this one? This is my thing. So, if you're top four now, all of, like if this Vinny project works and you're top four, and you're like, we need a puck moving guy to play in our third pairing. Then you're looking at Walker. I, I would look at Walker for that because the rumor is Philadelphia would retain quite a bit and they're okay taking on a bit of salary as well. But they also apparently want a first round pick, which is outrageous for a guy like Sean Walker. So I would not upgrade Sean Walker for Cody Cece. But if you need a guy on the third pairing who is more of a puck moving guy, I would go and get. Yeah, I don't think Walker is the guy that you want playing Cece's minutes and Cece's. <laughs> All no, situations. No, no. <clears throat> so I think Tanov is kind of more comfortable there for myself. I just have a serious issue, and I know people are kind of getting over that now, but I just have a big issue with dealing with the guys down south. I don't care. Chris I just Tanev's think if the so good, good players there, yeah, then you got to do it. But the only I, concern I have with Chris Tanov is just can his body hold up? <laughs> only need him for eight weeks. Can his body hold up for eight weeks? Yeah. The uh, only because you're going to have to give an asset for it. Frank Saravalli said it could be a second round pick. That's an easy spend for me. It's just, can he stay healthy? Like last night he left the, I was watching the flames game last night. He left twice. He's a dog. He ended up coming back. Of course, but still third and final item from silly season report for our friends at Greta. Of course, we are having a viewing party on the 24th of February. Join the nation crew at Greta for a game day watch party. It is a BOA everybody. On Saturday, February 24th, we're going to be raising some money for uh, for kids sports. Doors open at seven. Tickets are $20.97 or sorry, free play for uh, for kids. I got to update this. Cheech, fuck's sakes. <laughs> free play for kids is who it is. Good food, good prizes, good cause, and a guaranteed good time. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca. Free play for kids, Tyler, is who we are. Now mm-hmm. I've made the adjustment. That is correct now in the sheet. Final item. Silly season report from TSN's Ryan Rashog. And I quote, people are going to think I'm out of my mind. I like this. Part. Good stuff. But you better start thinking 13, 14 million dollar range on a dry sidle extension is dry sidle at 14. What's the money like for Connor? This is a very tough needle for the Oilers to thread right now. Dry sidle has roughly been underpaid by at least 4 million bucks for the last handful of years. And I wouldn't blame him one bit. If he wants to get that money. Why is that nuts? Yeah, that's the Marner thing's going to fuck us. I don't know. Dry will get 13.5. Connor will get 15 and we'll move on. Go our merry way. I'm cool with that, by the way. I've always said that Leon's going to get Connor's contract. So if it's up by a million, I'm If it's 14 and 16, if it's 15 and 17, like, but I just don't care. Like, you just pay them and keep them and you deal with everything else after that. People love being like, oh, but if Dry's I don't want 16, not 14, where do you draw the line? And it's like, Man, if my Leon. third if my third pairing right D man sucks for the rest of eternity, but I have Leon Drysdale and Connor McDavid, who cares? I completely agree. I pay him whatever they want. I give him a blank check and say, just sign this and write whatever number you want. Anybody else disagree? 
I no, I, I think we owe Pete Chirelli a debt of gratitude for what he got to dry settle at. And then that's just kind of, you have to pay that back. But the there is another side of that, that like, you know, dry has been underpaid by $4 million for the last few years. Okay. But when he signed that deal compared to the other contracts, yeah, he was really, overpaid. It not was, really. Dude, Pasta, McKinnon, you do those okay, comps. Those guys have both taken smaller ones. He, I, I thought that he signed a year after Barkov, right? Okay. So if he signed when Barkov did, then he would have been a little bit uh, less than that. Because he signed afterwards, he gets that little bit of extra. Another layer to all of this as well. So why did you say 13, 14 for dry settle, right? Mm-hmm. You would still have Hyman for three more years at five and a half, and Nugent Hopkins at five, one, two, five for four more years. Six Barkov's more years. first deal was- uh, Seven more years. AV of 5.9. So like dry settle again. Six, yeah, whatever. He got more than, like, I think the idea that dry settle did the Oilers like some crazy favor and took a big discount- no, he no. He, he wanted guaranteed money, and he was paid handsomely as well. That whole like, oh, the Oilers might owe him because he's underpaid. Like Leon Drysaddle knew what he was doing, man. It's not like the Oilers pulled the wool over his eyes very and were like, few, but gotcha. very few people uh, expected Drysaddle to ascend to where he is right now. Probably but including Leon Drysaddle, which is why he signed the contract. But there's Leon, the rub though, because Leon can go to another team and be like, hey, I think I'm worth this, and they're going to agree to it. Yeah. So that's so. I mean, I like. I, Rashog saying that that's that people are going to hate him for it. it like I, I don't they think are. there's anything wrong with looking at that, like looking at the market as it is right now, and that's just the way it is. No, people always hate you for contracts. Yeah, they always will. They call it the Horkov conundrum. Mm-hmm. They're doing it with Nurse. They're going to do it with Boosh. It's going to happen. That's welcome to the welcome to the Oilers Twitterverse or whatever you want to call whatever's going on. There's a lot of. You hear a lot more negativity than you do anything else. That's just easier to be negative than it is positive. Final thoughts from me. Pay the man his money. Yes. Yes. Pay the man his money. Also, Leon, you don't want to man. Like, it's, <clears throat> it's tough. Nobody likes it. You got to pack boxes. Yes. You got to rent a U-Haul. It's probably, he's most likely, if he were going to, and that's a large if and not going to happen, actually, but you'd be changing. You'd be crossing the border. Yeah, there's all sorts of things you got to do there. I don't just stay where you are, gotta buddy. Hire a moving company. Who wants to hire a moving company? Ridiculous. They're touching yeah. your stuff. Nobody, yeah. wants Nobody can yep. trust them unless there's one sponsoring us. Not yet. Nope. You, you have to economy. eat all the food out of your fridge. It's such a hassle. Pantry's got to be emptied. Mm-hmm. You don't want to move all that shit. No. Come on. What are you do with a half open box of cereal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> eat it. You got to eat it. Gentlemen, Silly season report in the books for our friends at Greta. Outside of Liam, your point was that you wanted to save for the silly season report. I already said it. It was a Sean Walker thing. I mixed it in. Francis Cervalli said a first round pick for Sean Walker is what Philly wanted. Liam wrote about that yesterday. At That's what they want. They They're not going to get it. it. But they it, also said, people also said that about Sean Monaghan. He went and got that first round pick. But I think Frank made a good point of comparing the other defensemen that have been traded for first round picks. And there was only two of them on that list that weren't UFAs that upcoming year. One of them was Orlov. The other one was Gavrikov. But in the Gavrikov deal too, they also got Colt Vassell. I just love the idea of the team that is selling the player, dictating the the cost of said player ahead of time. I just think it's, I, I admire the Flyers for trying. You gotta ask. Yeah, hundred percent. Where the market just, goes, yeah. You gotta but ask. like last year, I'm not gonna get too worried about the names that are be coming up there because I feel at the end of the day they will find someone even better. Allah, echo. Before we get to ask the idiots and wrap up the podcast here, we got a couple of quick items to get through. I just want to talk to Tyler and Liam. You guys had Ryan Whitney on Oilers Nation every day today. How was that? That's gonna be my hot performer. Um, it was great. 
Wit was uh, really, really cool. Appreciate him giving us some time. Did you ask him about jumping off the bandwagon? Yeah, we did. And what did he say? He, he apologized. Just, yeah, he apologized. He and I think we can all kind of recognize we were in some dark spots earlier in the year. And but we never it, get off the bandwagon. Yeah, but I've flashed up the tweet. You know, I tweeted that the Connor McDavid era was unraveling right in front of us. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I forgive him. I, I think he's a big oil guy. He wants to see them do well, even after everything that went down between Ed and between wit and the fan base and the organization, he still has like great things to say about his time here. So mm. yeah, I mean, I forgive him. It was a great interview though. People should go check it out on our YouTube. I love having a guy like wit back us and pull for us and push us out there into the universe right now, because I think the NHL is starting to get a, in a lot more eyeballs when it comes to the McAfee show, when it comes to spitting chicklets, getting bigger and bigger and a lot more of these, um, entertainment shows are, are talking hockey right now. So that's kind of where the Vegas thing hurt me a little bit more. Is because, you know, the McAfee thing was there. And I would love to see a show like that, a person like that, get behind the Oilers because I think that that would be great for, for the NHL because the NHL doesn't advertise these guys very well. What they do for that would be way better than anything that the, the mm-hmm. league does. Do you tell me you went and saw him live in Toronto? I forgot to bring that up. I, I, te- actually- I was texting him about it. So he knows we're there. He knows we were supporting. Mm. Were there number sixes? No, it was we so. That sh- it was a great show. Was don't get me wrong, but some of the people is just so weird. Like that guy in front of us just kept saying, "Like take a ping Whitney shot," and it's just like, "Shut up!" This we're not even close to anything like that right now. Like yeah. they're talking about random. It was weird. It was good, but it, it was, was all weird. People it was just weirdos, man. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. I mean, when you think it's been chick, I was like, I mean, you know, I know it, it was just so. <laughs> I don't know, so odd, so inappropriate. Not inappropriate, just a weird <laughs> time. It was cool. I I really enjoyed it. And you enjoyed having Wit on the show today. I did. Yes, on that as well. Uh, that was cool. Liam asked him about Jay Sidney Crosby thing. It was great. Go listen to find out. Mm. Not exactly like you're going to see a chat from Louis Theroux. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nationgear.ca, if you want some threads, upgrade your life. Make yourself look sexier. I encourage you to do it. We got some fresh threads up there. Events are up there. Get your tickets to the February 24th watch party at GreadedNationGear.ca. Four quick questions for Ask the Idiots, gentlemen. All five of us are idiots, and all four of these questions are made just for us. Whoop, whoop. Coming down to the end of the line, Nation Dan, you were up first. Are there any teams in the Western Conference that scare you? If so, who? Scare me is not the right word, but... Vegas is the Vegas and Colorado to me are the two teams that I would be worried about come up playoff time for this team. Liam, uh, mine is only Vegas. They they're just really good. Tyler, I mean, honestly, the whole West scares me. God, I I think there's seven legit contenders, but Vegas is at the top of the list. Who you got? A man much smarter than me once said, "To be the man, you got to beat the man." Mm. So yeah. I'm- Let's get past that team and we'll be fine. I'm looking at the, just to wrap it up, I'm looking at the last two cup champs. I'm thinking about Vegas. I'm thinking about Colorado. Get through them. PTSD. Colorado, they're obviously a frightening team, but they're not as scary as you as past, I don't think. A lot of, don't get me wrong, like when Lana Skog inevitably comes back in one of the playoffs, it's going to make them way better. But I don't know. They're not as scary as they were two years ago. Mm -hmm. That star power is... Oh, for sure. Wait until they make a couple tweaks at the deadline as well. And I don't know. I think the others can match him. Zach Parisi on your third line right wing isn't exactly shaking it, making me shake in my boots. Well, we have Corey Perry on our second line. Well, (laughs) Corey Perry is younger than Zach Parisi last time I checked. All right. 
Former Hart Trophy winner. Still yep. How many Hart Trophies does right Zach Parise won? Sure. Has yeah. he won one? Reversing the order. Rick, do you think nope. the NHL still needs a salary cap? Oh, I think that's a big question. We have a billionaire <coughs> owner, so I don't want one anymore. Father? Yeah, they, they do still need one. Yes. Liam? Does the NHL still need a salary cap? Uh, from Sean. I think the baseball version would be fun, but is that a soft cap? There is, no, it's different. Now, you have to look into it. They only came in a couple of years ago. Um, they don't have a salary cap. Have you not watched the Dodgers this summer? They got to pay. There's like, there are like their roster this year is like $8 billion. Yeah, that would do. Dan, does the NHL need a salary cap? No, I, or yes, sorry. Yes, it does. I don't think that we need to like, I feel like the salary cap came in and saved this saved this league from losing a lot of the periphery. Uh, and I think that if we went and got rid of the salary cap, you're probably just 20 years, 30 years away from being afraid of having to bring in another salary cap. So I, I think that they have to work within the system of the salary cap to try and make it better for everybody. I say yes to the cap, but I would like some adjustments on it. One like star player exemption. Oh, franchise tags. franchise tag would be yeah. awesome. Even if it's a rotating franchise tag, like you can do Connor for three years and then you have to shift it or something like that. I'd be into that. I was going to say maybe the sal- maybe getting rid of the salary cap isn't the correct answer, but being able to be to adjust things within your salary cap. Like, in the, is it the NFL? The NFL, can, we're going to restructure this yeah. contract. What does that mean? Nothing. We're good now, though. Don't look over here. Yeah, please. just like change, make Cody CC's contract eight years for one million. <laughs> no one would say boo about him. You know what I mean? Or Leon, your contract is 120 million. We're going to pay you in 2052. <laughs> or like every year you get one compliance buyout, something like that. Yeah. I do also like think that. teams should be able to trade away their cap space if they are not going to use it. I think they should be able to utilize be fun. that as well. Weaponize it. I mean, the Coyotes kind of do that, but they pick up the, li- <laughs> they pick up the debt. Yeah. And that's, and a, that's on one way roster. of doing it, but. How cool would it be if you could just make a straight up trade that was the cap space that you I needed? will trade you Connor Brown's bonus money yeah. or Michael Kessel ring. Give him back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. Ask the idiots. Question number three, Tyler, I'm coming to you first. If you are Ken Holland, what do you need in return to part with your first round pick? A legit top six. <clears throat> a high-end scoring winger or a legitimate Matthias Ekholm style upgrade on Cody CC. Yes. Liam, you're parting with your first round pick. What do you need in return? Uh, same answer. Dan? I would just need a return with, with term. That's my uh, barrier. I I'm going to jump into, I was going to say like a Travis Konechny where there's the extra year on it. Mm-hmm. Love that. A little bit of term would go a long, long way. This year is first. I don't care about term. What do you need in return for that first? That top six player, the top four defenseman. Mm-hmm. Liam, I'm coming with you. Last question. Ask the idiots, nationgear.ca. Which decade of darkness oiler oh, would you love to add to the roster if you could? Um, Jordan Eberle. Does that guy count? Would. He yeah. would. Right there. He'll do that. It could happen. Mm-hmm. Rick, it will happen. Which decade of darkness <clears throat> oiler would you add to the roster? Oh man, um, Pronger is just before it. Mm-hmm. Jason Smith. Ooh, that'd be a really good one. Dan, like who you got? PC version of Jason Smith, like a twenty twenty four 
Friendly. Just confirming to make sure that I don't decade of darkness oiler. Yeah, he was true for sure a decade Cam of darkness oiler. I'm going to put uh, Lubomir Visnovsky on our blue line. Ooh, nice. After uh, puck moving D man. Yes, ties into the Whitney trade uh, Whitney conversation nicely. Yes, that's why he was in my brain. To be Tyler, honest. you bring him back from the decade of darkness. Someone say scoring right winger. I say Alex Hemsky. I was thinking him too. Alex Hemsky. That'd be nasty. Alex Hemsky was my pick. He, yeah. would, he would on this team where he didn't have to do everything. As long Man, as he was great. shooting more. Everyone forgets he wasn't a big shooter. He yeah, could he shoot. Shooter? He could, he just could be, shoot. But he could just be setting up Leon. Mm. Yeah, that's fine then. Just to be a little different. He was here. Ryan Smith and Parks in front of the net. Depth scoring. I love scoring. I love Smitty. I love the mullet. I love mm-hmm. the grit. I love that he would score off his face. Having both Smitty and Hyman on the same team. Forget about it. It's all the heart you need. I thought for sure you were going to go to the triangle. Belanger triangle on that third line. <laughs> Listen, Danny Heatley. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Give me the DVD. I want to see what's on it. <laughs> you don't think Joffrey Lupo could help this lineup right now? Probably could actually. actually yeah. You know, he wasn't on Robidaw Island wherever he was when he went skiing that one time. <laughs> Too bad he didn't have a back injury, quote unquote, like Mark Stone. Mm-hmm. Fake. Mm-hmm. Made up. You want to submit an Ask the Idiots question? Slide on into my DMs. The whole game is that the boys don't see the questions before I read the two of them on the podcast. Slide on into my DMs. Ask the Idiots for our friends at nationgear.ca. Go sexify your life. Whatever you planned on doing this weekend, you'd look 33% more handsome if you were wearing a fresh Nation Gear tee, Liam. Something to think about. <laughs> Let's wrap up the podcast really quickly with hot and cold performers. As we do every week, we start with our veggies. I got to get my buttons ready here. Mr. Tyler Remchuk, I'm going to come with you, come to you first. Your cold performer of the week. Uh, it's going to be myself for forgetting my iPad on a plane on the way home from Toronto and then running around my house for 30 minutes being like, hey, where the hell's my iPad? And then realizing it's on a plane somewhere. So it's me for losing my iPad. Worse, worse. It was really nice of you to include a video screen for the next flyer, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, you know what? Hot performer. Shout out to WestJet for getting it back. Good for them. Liam, you're up next. Your cold performer of the week. Uh, my cold performer of the week. How about that snow we had earlier in the week? Yesterday? What, yesterday for <laughs> an hour and a half. Really lingered around. Quite thick out there. So the, the snow that we had. Was that yesterday? Yeah. One earlier oh, in the week, too. Bag Milk and Rick at the exact same moment opened the blinds <laughs> to confirm that they were still living in the same city that they had been in when they left. Mm, yep. Yeah. Snow is out here there. as long as I have. I haven't called anything heavy snow yet this year. Oh, it's oh, quite cold. thick. Quite thick. So am I. But uh, you don't hear me bragging. <laughs> so is. What, Drake? Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your mind out of the car. Uh, gracious. Well, Nation Dan, you're up next. Former. You're a cold form of the week. I feel like I've done that. I did this like three weeks ago, but it's going to go to the NHL for their Jersey sale issues. Again, uh, the NHL stadium series jerseys were just released and it was announced that none of the fans will be receiving them before the game actually happens. So the NHL just can't seem to get out of its own way when it comes to selling its own jerseys. Is it that getting, their fault or the fanatics? It, I think both, this is, but I think, it comes down to them. I think the it's the, the delay that they took to announce the jerseys. Therefore, now trying to yeah, get those make, jerseys sent out to them in six weeks or less. They don't make the decision happened. on delayed or on the like announcement. They're like, keep down the last second, yeah. boys. We just chose this one. Not a not a great choice. So yeah, the NHL and your ability to, or inability to market your own jerseys. It's my cold form of the week. 
Ricky, up next, cold performance week. I don't have that much, but when I did get home, whenever I got home, but one o'clock in the morning, I got to my vehicle and I had a dead flat tire. Well, I couldn't find my vehicle in the airport parking lot. It took me 15 minutes to find it. Did they move it on you? No, Classic I, airport I wasn't move. I sure if I was in five or eight. So I started in five, turns out I was in eight. First of all, <laughs> as, if you ask bag milk, you can take the easy parkade. He was the one easier. over. Yeah, he's outside, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was outside. Silly. I know. You goose. Broke boy. <laughs> I also park outside for what it's worth. <laughs> um, Liam touched on it a little bit earlier, but my cold performer of the week is my genetics, you know, tiny little schmeckle. <laughs> and I don't have a PJ. Both sides of the coin are both bad. You know? Sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes you're the bud. <laughs> Some guys have all the luck. (laughs) Boy, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Let's wrap up the podcast. Hot performer of the week. Rick, you're up first. What do you got? Well, on the other hand of my cold performer, I was able to call the airport and they have a tire inflation service. So the guy that came up and first he tried this little red machine. I didn't do shit. I'm like, oh, now I'm screwed. He's like, hold on. I'll come back with another one. Came back with this gigantic thing. Filled it right up. The big guy is smoking hot. Tyler, you're up next. Hot form of the week. Everyone who came out to Greta for our watch party. I was nervous. I was like, Tuesday night. I don't know. First game back. People have jobs. Don't matter. People showed out. Even though the Oilers lost, we had a great time. Shout out to everyone who swung by Greta. Mr. Liam Harbin, your hot performer of the week. My hot performer of the week goes to the lack of passengers on our flight home from Toronto. It was very nice. BM, well, BM was already in the row. I got an upgrade to the emergency row and got to stretch out my legs. <laughs> Woo! Friday, baby! Yeah, let's celebrate Friday! Woo! Honorary hot performer to me for organizing that. <laughs> she told me, she row. goes, you know, just so you know, you could lay down across these three seats if you like. And I said, you know what? Come my guy back there, come on up to the emergency exit road. She goes, only after takeoff. But like, you didn't hear it from me. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Made it happen. I got to watch Liam do some scouting. It was lovely. Nation Dan, you're up. You're a hot form of the week. I uh, had some FOMO watching the folks down in Vegas, and I'm going to give it to the Oiler fans for traveling mm-hmm. at the last minute for a, uh, for a possible uh, street clinching win. Uh, weren't able to see it, but Oiler fans traveling down to Vegas get my hot performer of the week. Cash money. That's a new one. I don't think we. I just don't think I push it very often. Oh yeah, that's a cash money's been that's a classic. You need some more hot buttons on here. I'm seeing as I'm doing this right now. Uh, my hot performer of the week is Rick's tan. Thank you. You know, wow. you so took you took advantage of. Well, you're going to go outside and it's going to be peeled off in about six minutes. Buddy, so I'm going to enjoy third it now. Forehead right now. I'm going to enjoy it right now while I can. So Rick's tan gets my hot performer of the week. Congratulations on doing that. It's getting hot in here. Congratulations. (laughs) Any final thoughts before we let go into the weekend, Tyler? Mm, No. Back-to-back games. Eight o'clock starts. Let's go. How about a score prediction for tomorrow then against the Kings? I'm going to say a 4-2 win. We got back-to-back 4-2 wins. No problem. Book it in. Lock it in. Put a couple of shekels down on Betway. Provided that you were 19 plus. Could do so responsibly. Rick, score prediction against the Kings tomorrow. 5-1. Tyler. 3-1. Liam. 3-1. Dan. I only yawned once this episode. 3-1. Have a great weekend, everybody. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.